Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to Living on Mission. I am so excited to be in the Christmas season, the holiday season, but I also know that we are coming off of the biggest eating holiday in the United States. And so I, as a former, well, let's say reforming binge eater who used to struggle with these holidays so, so much, I really just wanted to take just a few minutes of your time on this Monday morning after Thanksgiving and share some tips with you to help you overcome that defeatist mindset. If possibly you ate all the things last week and you are still finding yourself eating all the things this week, this Monday morning, um, and give you some tips on how to get back on track in a way that is healthy, in a way that is sustainable, and in a way that you can continue to do year after year. So as I was thinking and praying about this episode, I am currently honestly in my home all alone for one of the first times in weeks. And so I've taken a few minutes to really pray over this episode and think about what I want to share with you and why it's important for me to share this with you. And so if you've listened very long to Living on Mission, Welcome back. I am Rachel Mitchell. If you have not listened very much, but I am Rachel Mitchell and my story goes all the way back to when I was in high school, college, picked up some bad eating habits, continued them through pregnancy and nursing. And then at 33, I just found myself stuck. I found myself with these poor habits and my body was changing. My hormones were horrible, horrible, horrible. And I knew I needed to do something to change my future, but also the future of my family. And so my, my old story, the old Rachel, um, before I really started struggling with gaining weight and getting it off and all the poor things that come from a poor diet, um, is that, you know, each holiday I would eat all the things. Like I set no limits for myself. I just went in with two forks, two hands open, multiple plates. And I just ate and ate and ate whatever I wanted to. And it made me feel good for a moment, but you know, after it was all over, I had put on like six to 10 pounds in one week, which is totally possible. And I just felt really horrible and a lot of regret uh, because obviously a huge part of my story is that I've learned to worship God with my workouts and with my bites and with what I think and say and do with my body. And so I really started to become convicted about this manner of eating, like just free for all and, and really convicted about how food physically made me feel, which was was not good, um, which was not good when I ate all the sugar and all the oils and all the, all the things that come with the traditional Thanksgiving feast. And so God really started to get my attention. And so as I started my health and fitness journey in 2014, it wasn't long until I rolled around to the holidays. And one of my number one goals was just not to overeat, was not to overeat, you know, like multiple days that week. And praise God, he had given me this, this nutrition system of eating that taught me about portions. And so I went into that first holiday with these portions in my mind and these portions on my plate. And yeah, I still gained a couple of pounds because I was eating things that 
naturally make us gain weight. Um, I was bloated, a little puffy, but I felt so excited because I had gone through that first Thanksgiving and Christmas without just absolutely giving myself permission to eat whatever I wanted and how much I wanted for as long as I wanted. And you are not going to listen to this podcast and hear me say, do what makes you feel good, right? I don't believe that. I believe God gives us good healthy boundaries that help us stay on track and also make us healthy so that we can be most effective for him. It's not about a pant size. It's not about having six pack abs. Those are great. They come with exercise and healthy nutrition, but you know, really it's about how effective am I, if I'm sluggish, how effective am I, if I can't keep up with my kids, how effective, effective am I, if I don't feel confident with my husband. Right. And so those are the things that really started to motivate me to, to take care of myself. And so as I mentor women, as I get to share with you, that's my number one goal. My number one goal is to really help you understand, realize, and live out the fact that we cannot be effective wives, effective moms, effective homeschool moms, effective business owners, um, effective, you know, disciples or any of those things if we're trashing our bodies. Right. And so regardless of what you ate last week, I am not here to judge you. I'm not here to like slap you, you on the wrist or anything like that. I'm here to help you build a better tomorrow. I'm here to help you come out of last week with a plan so that you can know that this next week and the weeks leading up to Christmas, that you're doing things for your body that actually give life to it, that make it stronger and make you more efficient at doing the things that God created you to do. Okay. And so that excites me. That really excites me because going all the way back to Ephesians 2.10, you were his workmanship. Listen, workmanship. I love to talk about this. I love to visualize. I like to sit here and I kind of like visualize God at a pottery wheel and he's making Rachel and he's making me unique and he's putting all these special, special things into my personality and on my body and, and how he crafts me. He's, I am his workmanship. You are his workmanship. And he put a lot of thought and detail into you so that you could do good works that he prepared in advance. And Living healthy, making healthier choices today than maybe you did last week is just part of, you know, just celebrating that workmanship and 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 making us stronger to do the things that he created us to do. Okay, so yes, let's talk about it is Monday morning after Thanksgiving. And let's just say maybe like you, like me, you ate more than you intended to. You maybe ate way more than you intended to, or maybe you just didn't even give yourself boundaries. Like I was talking about, and you ate all the things for all the days. And now you feel a little junky and you feel tired and you feel defeated and you feel like, um, okay, I did it again. This just isn't cut out for me. Like I'm not cut out for healthy eating or anything like that. Well, let me tell you, those are lies from the enemy. He wants you to feel defeated. He wants you to be tired. He wants you to have a foggy brain. He wants you to snap at your family and your children because your hormones are crazy because you ate all the things. That's what Satan wants. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And one of the ways that I see him do it most, I have seen him do it the most in my life and in the lives of women that I work with is through our bodies, through our nutrition, Food makes us feel better or it makes us feel worse. There really is no in-between, okay? So Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But, but the good part is they 
amazing, exciting part is, is that Jesus came to give life and he came to give abundant life. My whole health and fitness community is rooted in that, that scripture full life project. Jesus came to give us a full life and every day we have an opportunity to work on that project with him. All right. So don't listen to the lies, listen to the truth, which is you are created for more. You're his workmanship. Um, you know, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind, self-control. Okay. All that's rooted in scripture. So here we are, here we go. I'm going to give you, let's see, I've got one, two, three, four, five tips, five tips on this Monday morning after Thanksgiving to help you get back on track. The number one thing that I want to challenge you not to do is don't drastically cut your calories or go on a detox. Okay. I actually used to teach women to do this, but I really learned that it's not effective. It doesn't last. Yeah. You may drop a few pounds pretty quickly, but you know, you're going to be really hungry and you're probably going to just put it back on. So don't detox or drastically cut your calories. Instead, make sure that yes, you are in a calorie deficit. How are you going to know if you're in a calorie deficit? Well, you need to come up with it. You need to find a little calculator that calculates your, your age, your weight, your size, all those things. And about the average number of calories you burn a day. Lots of us wear these devices on our arms where we can see how many calories we burned in a day. Go by that. It doesn't have to be perfect, but roughly know what you're burning. And you need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight if that's your goal. If your goal is not to lose weight, then you need to be eating enough calories to actually keep your body alive and keep it strong, right? So number one tip is don't drastically do anything. When we drastically change things, they don't stick. So instead... Just figure out where your calories need to be. Pull out of my fitness pal, track them that way. If you're in my groups, you can track containers, right? Portion containers, um, simple, simple things, but go back to a way of eating that is sustainable and it's not put it, pumping your body full of sugar, oils, carbs, nasty carbs, and alcohol and all those things, right? Okay, so number one tip is don't detox. Don't drastically do anything. Second tip. Have protein, a healthy protein at every meal. For me, a typical day of eating is usually I have either eggs in the morning or my protein shake, my superfood shake um, with some healthy fats and some healthy carbs, right? But I have protein at every single meal. Protein is going to fill me up. It's also going to fuel my body for the workouts that I'm doing, um, and you're going to be less hungry. So make sure that you're getting an adequate amount of protein at every meal. For me, you know, like that's usually 20 to 30 grams of protein. Um, I tried to get at least, let's see, for me personally, I tried to get 120 um, grams of protein a day. So for me, if I break that down, that's like about 30, 40 grams at each meal if I just eat three meals. So make sure you're having protein. If you're eating a bagel for breakfast, that's not protein. That's empty carbs, which not carbs are not bad, but it's not going to keep you full, right? If you're running through the drive-thru and grabbing some donuts, or you have like a Starbucks drink or something, or one of those stupid nutrition drinks that every teas that everybody drinks, I'm sorry, that was so insulting. Sorry, I take that back. It's not stupid. I just don't see the value in them. Um, but if you're having those, then it's not going to fill you up. It's just not going to fill you up. Okay. So make sure you're having protein at every meal. That's tip number two. Tip number three, eat vegetables. 
eat vegetables at every meal. Your plate at every meal, especially lunch and dinner, should be like 60 to 75 percent uh, vegetables. Okay. Um, because vegetables, you know, obviously good, healthy vegetables, they have less calorie, uh, calories, but they're very nutrient dense. They have fiber that works with that protein to really fill you up, but they also are going to make you feel good. Now you might be a little bit hungrier today. If you've been eating like dressing and cranberry sauce and pie and, and cool whip and, you know, sweet potato casserole. Like if you've been pumping all those calories into your body, you may be a little bit hungrier today, but fill up on vegetables, make a massive salad for lunch or buy a massive salad from somewhere, but just don't put all the junk on it. Right. Or roast up a big sheet pan of vegetables, um, and potatoes and things like that. Um, and fill your plate up with those things. And then obviously put your protein with that, but veggies most is going to help you feel like you're eating way more food, which you would be, you know, volume wise. And it's also going to actually like sustain and, and give fuel to your body that your body can use efficiently. All right. So eat vegetables, lots of vegetables at every meal, especially lunch and dinner. That's tip number three. Tip number four, no sugar, no alcohol. Super simple. No sugar, no alcohol. No sugar in your drinks, no sugar in your um, snacks, no sugar in your um, whatever desserts. You can have sweet things like like fruit and nuts and things like that that satiate you and that hit that sweet spot, but no sugar, no processed artificial refined sugar. And listen, it's in everything. If you're going out to eat, if you're getting drinks, um, you know, from the coffee shop, if you're buying snacks at the store, there's probably sugar in it. So stick to whole foods, stick to whole foods. Sugar is not going to do anything to make you feel good this week. I promise you, you actually may feel kind of bad for a few days cutting out the sugar, but after two or three days, your body's going to feel alive again. You're going to have energy in the afternoons and you won't have to reach for that sugary drink. Um, no alcohol, just because it tends to make us consume more food. Um, I don't think the alcohol necessarily makes you gain weight, but it goes back to be sober-minded and alert. If we're not sober-minded and alert while we're trying to be healthy, then we're going to end up getting off track really badly. So tip number four, no sugar, no alcohol. Tip number five, last one, super simple. I told you this is going to be short. Um, dinner and done, dinner and done. And this is something that I learned from one of my nutrition courses. And it's simply stop eating at a certain time of day, right? Some people might call it intermittent fasting. That's not really what I'm teaching here right now, but just stop eating at least three hours before you go to bed. I know some people say that doesn't matter, but for me personally, if I eat close to bedtime, I typically am kind of, I don't sleep well and I typically gain weight regardless of what it is, right? So dinner and done just sends a signal to my brain that, hey, I'm done eating, no more food, no snacks, stay out of the kitchen, which is where I tend to get in trouble late at night. And I just tell myself, like you can even put a reminder in your phone, like set a reminder in your phone, six o'clock PM dinner and done, you know, just to trigger your brain. Uh, but that will help you, will keep you out of the kitchen and keep you from snacking. And when I start snacking late at night, it never turns out well. So instead, 
come up with something that you're going to do instead. If you're going to sit down and watch football or Christmas movie with the kids, what are you going to do instead of eating? You can make a cup of tea. I know that sounds lame, but I swear it works. Like have, go buy some special teas at the store today um, and get a, a couple of lemons so you can put those in your drink, but sit there and sip on a cup of tea. It keeps your hands busy. It keeps your mind busy, um, but it's going to keep you out of the kitchen. All right. Read a book read a book, pick up a book and read it instead of eating. Again, it gives you something to do with your hands and it keeps your minds busy as well. So those are my five tips. Just to recap really quickly before I go, um, do not detox or do anything drastic like cut major calories. Two, eat protein at every meal. Three, eat veggies most, lots and lots of veggies. Go buy them, buy seasonal veggies to save money. Number four, no sugar or alcohol. Number five, dinner and done. And I can tell you that if you do these things, they may be a little sloppy. It may not be perfect every day, uh, but you will wake up next Monday morning feeling much better and much more confident about the choices that you've made for your body. Okay. So if you have any questions about that, you know where to find me. Find me at Living on Mission Pod or at Rachel J. Mitchell on Instagram. Um, I'll be looking for your messages. And also I'll be looking for your success stories. I want to see you guys do this. Tag me, post about it, post on social media for some accountability um, and tag me when you do. I'd love to share your story and encourage others. And lastly, if you're looking for like some next level accountability, if you're looking for help in your health and fitness, if you're looking for workouts to do, nutrition plans, just some, some love and accountability and support from women that are like-minded and want to honor God with their bodies. Girl, I got you. I got you. And the Full Life Project, which is my faith-based health and wellness community this month, um, in what well, in the month of December, we are focusing on healthy habits for the holidays. And we're actually going to just kind of like really focus on four main habits that we can build and establish um, right now that will carry us into the new year, carry us into the new year strong instead of behind. And it's not anything crazy. Like I'm not asking you to give up sugar for the whole month of December or, you know, work out two hours a day or anything like that. Much more simple than that. You can find details about it um, in the show notes or on either of my Instagram pages, but you know, don't just sit there and do nothing. Don't just sit there and say, oh, it's the holidays. I'm just going to, you know, eat and grow and, and get, you know, farther away from where I want to be just because that's what I've always done. Don't be that girl. There's no magic that happens on New Year's Eve that transforms your mindset and your choices into something else. Okay. It, it can start absolutely now. It starts when you decide to make that change and waiting until New Year's has never worked out for me. So if you need help, shoot me a message. If you just want to chat, if you want to tag me when you make these healthy choices, like I want to celebrate you. So tag me. Um, that's it. I got to run. I hope this encouraged you and I'm rooting for you from right here in my little home in Mississippi. All right. Have a good day. Bye.